the volume nice and loud. Because we are controlling transmission with dance beats and R&B. You're in the mix with Lil Drummer Girl with your host, Dawn Marie. Hey there, it's Dawn Marie Mutel. Thanks for stopping by. Today's guest on The Little Drummer Girl is Daryl Randall, who's also known as Chop. He's the king of reggae. He's straight from the island of Jamaica. He's performed and recorded with numerous bands in Jamaica and even created uh, a band with Al Anderson from the original Whalers. And he's actually worked on the Caribbean Cruise Lines. And, and now he plays with his reggae band, Jafari. He happened to catch their show last night and they rocked the house and I knew I had to get him on the show. So without further ado, let's get Daryl on the air. Hey, Daryl, how's it going this evening? Hey, damn, it's going good, man. Uh, big up yourself to the max and the great viewers out there. Good evening to you all. I'm so glad you took the time. Thank you again. It really means a great deal to me that I know you're a busy man, so thank you for being here today. Most very welcome, man. It's an honor to be on the show. You know, I mean, a lot of people could have gotten the opportunity that you're giving me now, so I consider myself truly blessed and highly favored. Humbly thank you. Oh, well, thank you. It really means a lot. Um, your show last night was awesome. I didn't get to stay for the whole show because it was a school night. I had to leave early, but I loved it. And it was the first time I've seen you guys, and it, you guys really rocked. And um, can't wait to catch you again the next time you're in town. Thank you. Totally appreciate that, Dave. Thank you. We appreciate that so much. So tell me something. You know, you, 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 you're born and raised in, in Jamaica, and then you, how old were you when you moved to the States? Well, yeah, born and raised in Jamaica. I moved to the States um, almost um, nine years now. Uh, but oh, wow. before that, yeah, man, I've been traveling from I was 19. You know, oh. almost 20 years I've been traveling before I decided to make the uh, United States my home. Because, you know, Jamaica is roots and culture, and, you know, there's no place like home. However, oh, yeah. you know, at times when you want to grow, you definitely have to leave the comfort of your home and the surroundings. So that was my plan, and uh, the opportunity came up, and I embraced it. Beautiful. So um, what was the first thing, like, when you were traveling to different countries, and um, were you actually playing out there in those countries as well? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Uh, I, I, I definitely, I'll, I'll say, um, currently working with the Bob Marley and Whalers, it's been quite quite the most and appreciation of what the culture of road music, I mean, planted from the great Bob Marley years ago, has really spread throughout the world. The reception has been phenomenal, and we have done a lot of the European tours last year. For me, it was, as grown as I am, it was quite overwhelming to hold back even sometimes the emotional tears of the joy and love that people share and the respect that they give, you know, to foundation roots and culture music coming from Bob Marley, uh, represented by the great Al Anderson himself and, uh, and, and the crew that he has allowed us to accompany to spread such a positive message. So, yeah, it, 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 the countries have been awesome, learning different cultures, you know, feeling people, how they live, you know, their reception. It's amazing. You know, you almost feel like you're not just a musician, but an also an ambassador. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. really amazing. I mean, I've I've been a fan of 
Bob Molly since, you know, I, I can remember. And I, I think I mentioned it to you the other night, when you guys actually played here in St. Petersburg, I was supposed to go to that show, and I missed it. And I was, like, kicking myself in the butt, thinking, wow, I can't believe I missed it. But I had work, and I couldn't go. Understand. But, you know, the good thing is um, I'm pretty sure that on the schedule next year, they're going to do another Florida run. And I'm very sure that Janet Landon live will be and should be a part of this run. So most definitely you didn't catch us the first time but you didn't catch us the second time. And I'm looking forward right. to you there. <laughs> Gotta let um, me know. Could be a heads up. Yeah. Like, put it on the yeah, calendar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how how young were you when you first picked up your first pair of drumsticks? Uh, you know what, Liam, um as young as age uh, thirteen to be exact because um as all Majority of musicians, even from Jamaican worldwide, we all started playing in the church, and that's oh, when I started playing first. Yeah, man, I played at a church in Montego Bay called the Montego Bay New Testament Church of God. Um, they had a membership of around two thousand people, you know, for wow. uh, service. Yeah, they have two services, and to be honest with you, um, guitar was my first instrument, electric guitar, and, oh, wow. and I had yeah, I had a passion for the guitar. For almost a year, I learned a lot. I was able to memorize my chords and play some good melodies. But then the the drum for the church came in and started doing some a technique, some practicing some fiddles and rudiments while I was practicing the guitar. And for that very moment, all of what I was learning just went on pause, and I paid attention <laughs> to what he was doing that job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it just went on pause, and boy, you know. I'm more intrigued with the drums. I mean, I'm there striking the strings and not remembering what I'm holding. I'm paying attention <laughs> to what he's doing. <laughs> so, you know, and of course, you know, I didn't want to disappoint my teacher at the time, which was Martina Williams. He was the uh, music director of the church, so I tried my very best to hold it together, but I, I, I'm sorry, I man. I had a lot of flat tires at that moment. I just fell right apart and like, okay, when can you show me something at the drums? <laughs> Every time I'm heading to 
go up the stairs, I have to approach the gate of where the dog, the dog cannot get over to me. And I'm telling you, when that dog see me coming, he's like, oh, all is going to break loose right now. He's going to make them jump noise, and I can't take it. So he would try to get over the fence to see me apart. So I always, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, man. So, you know, I, I made sure I started to schedule and find out what time he's asleep during the day and what time is his feeding time. So when he's asleep, I can sneak around there without disturbing him because, it's, you know, by then I know his belly is too full to even move, you know? So it was all uh, strategic planning, you know? <laughs> so we think drumming is a hazardous yeah, <laughs> hazardous to your life. I'm telling you, that's, yeah, that's what I have to do, you know, until I finally, you know, um, that's good. <laughs> yeah, well, give thanks, man. You know, get into the groove of it and start to take more lessons from uh, my my teacher at church. His name is Edward Aaron. Um, great guy. He became like family. They're like family to me up until this very day. He's still on Facebook. I saw him post some of his videos while he's playing, and you know, it just brought the warmth to my heart of gratitude and appreciation, knowing that this was the man who first planted the seed. You know, to say, hey. You can do it, you know, and um, I've never looked back since. I just, I don't know what it was, but uh, at first when I even started playing in the church services, it was my, I was a nervous rat. So with the slow songs, the worship songs, I was good at those. But when it comes down to the up-tempo songs, you know, those choruses that they said you're going to Zion when the trumpet calls, man, I would feel like that miserable. And then because of the technique I was using to push, the, 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 the force of the pedal. I didn't know any better at the time. So the prison worship leader, he wanted to, he, he, man, I, I swear to you, he wanted to use a water bottle to hit me off those drums so bad. This man would screw his face so hard at me, like, really, dude, you're messing up my flow. So they would have to call in uh, my drummer friend uh, saying, hey, Daryl needs help. Of course, you know, my little feelings got hurt because I feel like I'm failing and I didn't want to fail. So then, you know, I, I told him, I said, show me what to do. And, I, you know, I always humble myself to learn because I want to say this to our musicians too. It's, listen, the greatest part about learning is to humble yourself to learn because a lot of people will say, hey, we want to learn, but if we don't humble our hearts to open it, we will not learn. And that's what I did. I humbled and opened my heart to learn. And that's what I did. And from there... You know, I went on to play um, in the hotels by one of my great friends, Mr. Courtney Sinclair. He used to be, he actually is one of the greatest um, piano solists from Jamaica. He's still in Jamaica. So he was working at the Round the Hill Hotel where they shot the movie Outstella Got Her Groove Back. Uh, he was working at that hotel. So he actually got me the gig on Saturday night to come in and learn contemporary jazz. Uh, salsa, merengue, you, you name all the different genres of music. And that was like my free college of uh, music education. And also learning the right techniques, the right sound, how to sing properly with jazz. Uh, yeah, got me all around it, you know. And, wow. you know, of course, yeah, he's other in my, my greatest other influence, Mr. Peter Brown, a great bass player. Man, he was hard as me. Man, you would think it's boot camp. If I ever made a mistake, I, w I think he was going to jump on me and fight me. That's <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I was scared. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was scared. I wanted two points. So I said, you know what? 
rather than fighting fire with fire, because he's a big guy, and I was so much smaller than all you met me. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to take this time. So let, let's do it in a strategic, <laughs> verbal way. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I approached him and I said, listen, I know that um, you're really trying to work with me. What am I doing wrong? Why we are not being, we're not, uh, we don't have the chemistry. He said, guess what? You have the potential and you're lazy. So that is why I'm angry. I said, okay. I said, what am I lazy? He said, you have the potential to be a great drummer, but you are lazy. You're not practicing. You're not throwing as though you should. You're not, you're not, um, concentrating as though you should. I felt horrible. But you know what? Rather than take that insult as a, a, a stumbling block, I flipped it over and make it into a stepping stone. So mm. when he told me that, I just said, you know what? I'm humbled. Teach me what to do. I'm willing to learn. And that's what I did. And the moment I humbled myself, he was able to open up and show me everything that I was missing and what also what I needed to know in addition, you know, to everything else, you know, which was phenomenal, Mr. Peter Brown. You know, and uh, I love that. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I mean, positive, awesome piece. It's 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 an honor. And when I left Jamaica and I lived there like two years ago, he warmed my heart. You know, by sending me a message to say, "Hey, I wish you were still here in Jamaica." You know, as far <laughs> as coming from him as a as as a great bass player, it was quite humbling. Uh, you know, with gratitude, knowing. You know, that, hey, I thought this guy was going to jump on me once to tear me apart like a hungry lion because I was lazy, you know. Now he's, he's missing me, you know. So that was a plus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's that yeah. tough love, you know, the tough love that got you where you need yeah. to go. Yes, the tough love, and it, it actually worked. So right after that, you know, I, I was influenced by another great bass player, Mr. Isaiah Wani Palmer. And, um, yeah, Isaiah Wani Palmer, he, he was the one who taught me the rudiments of reggae, how to groove with the bass player, and all of that. Uh, nice. How did you end up with the, um, with the Marley Tribute Band? You know what? Yeah, you know what? Um, to be honest with you, while I was working at Bob Marley's in Orlando, because I worked with the, the Bob Marley Club in Orlando, uh, as their, uh, house drummer for four years. You know? Oh wow! Yeah, That's yeah, for sweet. four years. Yeah, man, I worked with them for four years, and during the four years of working with them, one of my great friends is the drummer for um, Julian Marley. His name is Craig Taylor. So Craig suggested to me. It, actually, it was Craig and uh, Howard Smith, otherwise known as Rex. Rex is also the drummer for Wycliffe John. You know, so they they both needed a substitute. Actually, a sub. To replace to to help them out for the Whalers band, so they contacted me and I had something going on at that time too. But I said maybe I can make them both work because I was supposed to do a show in Arizona the very the following the day before the show with the Whalers in Seattle as a sub. So when he when he asked me that, I said you know what I already have something booked for 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 Arizona. However, I think I can work them both. So what I did, I said I'm not going to disappoint you guys. Tell uh, your management fly me from Arizona to Seattle and then back home to to, to Florida, and that's what I did. I just did a I let it stay happen. I I flew in the morning of the show into Arizona. That was like a five hour direct flight from Orlando, 
and did the show that night and float the next morning straight to Seattle to meet up with Whalers crew and did an awesome show with them and then came back the Monday morning early to work the Monday night at Bob Marley. So from then, yeah man, I was uh, bugging their hair because they love the energy, they love the vibes. And for me, it was such an honor. I mean, being on the stage with the great Al Anderson who plays all these hits, uh, Could You Be Loved, you name it, a whole album of over 40 hits. Uh, it, 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 it's amazing, you know? So to, to even be in the same room with them was such an honor because this, this gentleman, along with Bob Marley, they paved the way for us musicians today that we can consistently enjoy the, the, the fruits of their labor, you know? True, true, true. Yeah, man. So we consider it as an honor. You know, when we, after that, um, they had uh, a couple more runs, and I volunteered. And after that, my friend Rex wanted to go full-time with, was full-time with, with, with wife and John, as always. However, the, the, the schedule got complicated where we couldn't make the shows anymore. So mm. it was up for thought, and I said, hey, I'm available if you guys want to use and pretty much even hesitate and I've been with them since and I'll be honest it's quite an awesome experience um, over the weekend we we did we just completed a 10 day run of um, California starting from what do you call it starting from um, Ukiah in California that's roughly two and a half miles north of um, California I, I'm sorry, north of San Francisco. It was amazing. And, you know, then we went up into Eureka and came back down. Then we headed to Reno, Nevada, uh, San Jose, California. And we nice. the show Sunday night at one of the casinos in a Secuan Casino um, in um, San Diego, El, El Caon, San Diego. It was amazing. You know, we did two shows, those of the tour for that casino. It was Amazing, just to see the reception of people. It is amazing, musical experience. Yeah, <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> it's gonna yes, come to you yes. soon, Liam. Uh, no worry yourself, man. It's coming to sure. Yeah. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was, so, that was real. Yeah. So tell me, you also worked on a band on a cruise line, right? Oh yeah, man. I was a leader for uh, my for my band uh, Vibe Four um, on. Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines. Um, currently, some members of that band, um, since I've left them almost 10 years now, they're still on the trip, you know. So, uh -huh. you know, yeah, man. So, but we, we, we left, and, you know, me and the bass player, uh, we left uh, just to be on our own individual projects and to live in the, the States, you know. But working on the ships, uh, we were known as the, the cleanup band, you know. The first the sun was uh, Royal Caribbean Splendor of the Seas. This was leaving up from Galveston, Texas. So when, oh. when, when, well, originally, well, to start off with, oh, I got the work. Let me tell you, how I got the job, right? So, yeah. uh, first of all, we did, um, we, I did a two-month relief work with uh, Carnival in 2005. So when, when after doing that experience, I'm like, man, I, I think I need to, I need to be on a ship. Uh, with my own <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like it. You know what I mean? But, I mean, you're, you're getting three meals every day, which is one. Yeah, it's three. Which is two. You get a yeah. cabin full of air conditioning and I don't have to pay an electricity or water bill. I'm like, what? Let me apply to you. <laughs> and you got a really good dating scene if you're looking for it. <laughs> exactly. You know, exactly. Exactly. We like your style. It's see where it's going, you know? 
So while I was there, uh, you know, I went back home after the two month contract and, you know, one mind says, you know, apply it directly to Royal Caribbean. I did it and they refused. Uh, not because they wanted to, but because, you know, they, I didn't, they, they didn't know me. So I actually, my friend who is my teacher, Mr. Isaiah Palmer, I said, um, actually you worked with them for like 15 years as, as, as one of the biggest music, music vibes they ever had, even to this day they still speak about it, you know? So, yeah, um, yeah man, so I, I called him and I said, yo, I need a favor. I said, if I call Ryan Caribbean, can you wrestle me with your name? He said, Dyrell, you know what? He's a good youth, you know, I love you, you know, as my little brother and, and, and my student, you know. You know, and my name is very valuable, you have to protect, you know, so you have to protect it. So here, what you do, I'm going to do the recommendation for you so you can get you one of the big guys here. But tell you what, if you mess up my name, don't come back to Jamaica. Yeah? <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I got it. <laughs> 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 I said, all right, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm here, right, you know, that came in general. So after that, after that, I applied. And we got one Phil Miller on the phone. He was the head of the, the recruiting, the band, the music department. He was the head of the recruiting. So I introduced myself and let him know that I know Isaiah Wanda Palmer. That was my code. That was my code. The moment I used that, man, this man flipped out. He said, oh, my God, I haven't seen him in 10 years. Can I get him on the phone? I said, I sure can. <laughs> so I did. Yeah, what well, I did. And, you know, they talked for a while. And the only thing I asked um, my friend Wani was, do you know Daryl? He said, yeah, I do. He said, okay, tell him to submit all the names he wants to come. Let's just finish talking. We have more important things to do. I said, okay, wow. yeah. send me the name. Yeah, that was it. So they put us on friendship. Yeah, man, give thanks. You know, so they put us on friendship, which was um, Royal Caribbean to send up the seas. It had just done like a six-month European run, just coming out of the cold. It was in the April, you know. So when they, they, they got us on board and um, not knowing that this ship was the most difficult in the fleet to please with the music. You know? Oh, really? So, my yeah, man. Oh, my God. Because um, they, 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 they're very particular. They're very funny. They're, they're not very receptive, so to speak. Music director along with the cruise director, they came to me and they said, hey, and both of them came to me and said, the last band we had here was from another Caribbean island, which I won't call the name. He said, hey, these guys did not do too well. You know, they did not do too well. And because of that, out of the 21 ships in the fleet, our entertainment is at the lowest. So you guys have a big responsibility. I said, I hear you. All right. So the very day we, we kicked off, we kicked off that very day. And we started raising eyebrows. And we had some, we had seven bands on the ship. We were supposed oh, to be the least. Yeah. And we had a band from Bulgaria, which was situated in the atrium, all in their fine jackets and all of that stuff. When we started rocking the house, we, in the, in the night, we, in the, actually during the day, we did a reggae scene upstairs. During the evening, they planned to give us a chance in the atrium. When we went to the atrium, we did all the Motown hits. We tore the place down. No one wanted to go to dinner. Nobody wanted to do anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, no. Yeah, we, we did it consistently for four months and the ratings of that ship that was at the bottom from the 21 fleet came up to number one in a matter of four months because of us. Yeah. Wow, that's fabulous. Yeah, yeah man. So because I don't know the music, the, 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 the hotel directors, no one wanted to lose our band, which is Vibes 4. 
and we were recommended to do their lounge work, which we got through with it. We, we, man, we, we tore that thing so bad up. And even, you know, what, one of the most rewarding messages that we heard were from, like, the staff. They're saying, hey, guys, do you know that the different nations um, that work on this ship, they fight to just stand by the door of the restaurant where you guys were during the day as waiter and waitress just to hear the music, it releases them and gives them more energy to want to work. And so they are nice. When them said that DM, the whole thing just like, wow, you know, pull into perspective that, oh, you know, it's not about us, but it's about the message that we are spreading, which is a positive music advice, you know? The, 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 the comments from the guests, you know? Absolutely. I love that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, I have a quick question about when you go to market your groups when you're performing. Like, do you have any um, marketing tips or any favorite social media tools that you use to promote yourself and your bands? Well, first and foremost, um, I will God has really blessed me with some great people in my life as far as PROs really control and manage my Facebook page and anything to do with social media. Uh, the very first one is Mr. Sivan Melikan. Sivan Melikan was the one who actually found me on the cruise lines and believed in me and flew me to Dallas to do the first reggae instructional DVD this was seven years ago. Oh, wow. And from, yeah, and from then, we have you no know, Mr. Barbara Hutchinson. She's my right hand. She does all my posting. She controls the page. She does everything to do with social media. And uh, because of her push, I've gotten a huge endorsement from one of the great symbols companies from Germany called Murat the Real Symbols. Uh, with their distribution both in uh, Germany and in Mexico, they have endorsed me as the first reggae international drummer in uh, with their symbols. And they are Congratulations. Thank you very much. Quite humbled and honored. And, you know, they sent me almost, uh, they sent me a series called the Renaissance Brilliant Series. And I've been promoting the heck out of them every time I go on tour. I take their symbols and I promote it because it's quality, you know. And I just feel blessed and so humbled, you know, knowing that, you know, God has given me great people in my life, my family, kids, you know, just to make sure that, you know, I stay grounded. You know, I'm rude and I'm humbled that, you know, the, the right blessings can be channeled, you know? I like to hear that because, you know, they always say you really got to stay true to yourself. And, you know, it's it's nice when you can be, you know, genuine and, and really feel the love and, and give out the love. Because I find that it's really important because, you know, otherwise, like you said, if you're not open to it, you're not going to grow. And I, yeah, I think it's going to show in your music. It's going to show in your life. It's going to show every. It's going to show up everywhere. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I noticed that one of the. I mean, your YouTube channel numbers are so high. I, there was one that's like six thousand visits, and I'm like, how is he doing that? Like, is he promoting that somehow? Um, you know, and I just thought to to let our listeners know if you do any kind of um. Uh, pushing it, like to to promote it by any means. Uh, if you can offer them any tips, that would be awesome. Yeah, man. Well, my first tip is to get that great uh, PRO that not just loves your work but has respect for you as a person as well. And that is quite what Barbara Hutchinson does for me. Um, you know, she believes in the kitchen me uh, that I've been lented by the Most High, and so she pushes that to the passion. You know, all my uh, social media 
pushing up the videos, um, anything that I've done as an original, she has pushed those um, consistently on the page. Hence, we have had such uh, a huge vibe because right now the YouTube uh, channel itself, I am, it stands at, I think, 1.1 million views worldwide. You know, wow. That's, yeah, and that, that, that's a blessing. And I, in all honesty, as an individual drummer, I mean, and a Jamaican drummer, I believe so far, uh, I'm the only really Jamaican drummer with a viewership on the own channel reflecting uh, 1.1 million views. And that for me is a great blessing, not taking away anything from the other groups because I'm certainly not the best at all, you know. But it's not about the best, it's just about who you have as a support and a great support team as well, you know what I mean? And people That's fantastic. Can, yeah, yeah, man. Just thanks, man. You have to surround yourself with the positivity because we did the first DVD and we, uh, when me and Sivan did it, uh, we did it in the, in his bedroom in Texas just to see what it would be like within the first year. We got a hundred thousand views. I'm like, what? We, we were, oh, wow. we were yeah, that, the first thing and Sivan's favorite word was always, Get, you know, get 
as someone who believes in you, as someone who loves your work, you know, and all is pushing, you know what I mean? So that's my I hear you. Yeah, man. Listen, yes. So, I mean, to touch on that, do you have any words of wisdom for future drummers or musicians or entrepreneurs out there that are looking to break into the business? So most definitely, you know, uh, my first word is that, you know, adapt to create your own personality, but don't adapt to conform. Mm. Very wise. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Because when we learn from the greats, you know, when I learn from the greats, that's Carl, uh, Carl, 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 yeah, me, 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 yeah, me, 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 um, check his lessons and say, boy, yeah, me, me, I go, um, boy, um, learn from him and, and, and I want to be the next Carlton. No, I want to be the next Daryl Randall. But Mr. Carlton Barrett, along with other great drummers as Kirk, uh, Ruffson from Jamaica, they have, they, they, they have inspired me in ways in which you never thought the music could be, the, you know, you could be inspired by the music. You know what I mean? And they inspire me to create my own identity my own personality, my own taste, my own flavor, and my own flair. You know what I mean? I, I, I love that. Yeah, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> right, you don't want to be a copycat. I mean, you want to learn the best from the best, but then you just want to make it your own so that you can yeah, be man. that original person. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I always tell man, don't let nobody call you CC. They say, what do you mean by CC? I mean, you're a copycat. Don't be a copycat. I mean, you know, 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 I mean, you you know, uh, remind me of anyone. It's just what I'm feeling. This is what God put inside of me. For me putting it out here that somebody can say, hey, I'm owning what I'm feeling. So you do the same. I love that. And you're feeling the spirit of it, I think. And that's when, uh, yeah, I was talking to another woman who's from Japan and she got into Buddhism and she, she said her playing technique had just like changed because she wasn't like so concerned about certain things and like making mistakes and she just like kind of let go and my god basically you know so it was like yeah. this whole new way of playing and, and she said her performance just got that much better and um, it's really it's, I think it's so true that when you you know you get that spirituality in you and all of a sudden it brings you to a different level and you can't really explain it but it's just um, it's I did an idea, you know. <laughs> you know, yeah, I saw a thing uh, on Facebook yesterday. It says, yo, just a reminder, we all came here by birth and we're all going to be leaving by death. Then, <laughs> which is true. So my philosophy is this, you know. When the time that God gives us now, you know, just make it count, no man. Make it count with something that you love. I like that. Yes. You know, not, nothing else will make you more fulfilling life. We don't want to lay down from the bed at the end of the day. They cry, that's the boy. I wish I'd taken the chance to become a better drummer, better guitarist, better bass player, better keyboard player, uh, who I should be. But because I listen to everyone else who did not believe in me, I'm going to go ahead and do what they want to do while it, will, it does not fulfill you and while you're living 
Dear dreams to their eye and not your own. So my philosophy is if you that give your talent thing, embrace it to the max and, and follow it because at the end of the day, when you lie down and you say your goodbyes to this world, you don't want it to ever be said, Wow, I I'm I'm leaving here without completing what I was sent here for. You know what I mean? Amen. Amen. Yeah, I love that. I mean, so give thanks to them. You see it? Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me, are you ready for the 11 stroke roll rapid fire interview? You know what, yeah. Uh, you know what, boy, yeah, it might as well get you with it, you know, seeing the 11 stroke, boy, that's deep. So, yeah, what well, go on, you know, it's a moment of mistake, you know, you know what's going on, because we're just winging it, you know, for so we're just going to ring it, yeah. All right. So on, all right. All right. Let's do it, okay? All right. Let's go do it. Now. Go on. Now. All right. Yeah. What's your favorite drum kit? Uh, well, my favorite drum kit right now, you know, is the Yamaha Stage Custom. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, they look good last night. And what's your favorite drumstick? Uh, Vita Rock. Oh, my God. And uh, let me say it again. Vita Rock wooden tips. Those are the biggest and heaviest suited for every regular drummer. Solid. Go ahead. Mm. Yeah. And and your favorite symbol company? You mentioned the one from Germany, but can you say it again? Oh yeah, my favorite symbol company now is Murat Durell from Germany, and we recommend every drummer yo jump on my page and check them out because them symbols are off the chain, recommended and endorsed by Daryl Chapter and Daryl. Yeah. How do you how do you spell that? Ah, Mura, that's M as in Mike, U as in Uncle, R as in Robert, A as in Apple, T as in Tom, Daryl, D as in David, I as in India, R as in Romeo, I as in India again, and L as in Larry, Mura Daryl, from German. Yo, guys, man, you gotta check it out. Every drummer who really have the desire to push on the reggae and get the right, right sound, because reggae is about right sound, it's about positivity and, and inspiration. You have to have the symbol them that will complement that message. And you're at the real Germany, boom, that's the way to go. Endorsed by Daryl Chaps Randall. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite album of all time? I mean, I know it's hard, but one of your favorite albums. Oh, my God. You want to know say Exodus by Bob Marley? I want ah, yes. Album. Yeah, man. And, and, and we, you know, we, we can just squeeze in Babylon by Bus Arpitian live, too, you know? Oh, my God. That right there? Awesome. Beautiful. And what's your favorite band? Oh, my favorite band right now. Well, I may have so many favorites, but right now, picking up a song which I truly admire. I like um, Taros Ta- Riley and Beres Amon. Taros Riley and the Black Child Band and uh, uh, Beres Amon and Harmony Har- Harmony House Crew. Unbelievable. Great music. Really? Yeah, man. Cool. Yeah, yeah man. check that out. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Dine in or take out? You know what? I like to dine in them. I like to cook. You understand? I like to cook. I can't do the takeout oh. thing. Especially even when we're on the road, I have to be careful what I eat people. And I'm sorry to say this on the podcast, but I have to be careful because I will have the run. You understand? And I recommend that for every <laughs> musician as well. You know what? Have the runs when you know you have a show and you have to call a rhythm track in the middle of the song to head to the bathroom and hoping that the singer will talk while you're in the bathroom delivering a message that you shouldn't at that time. You understand? So my recommendation is just eat the right thing. Thai food is recommended if you're on the road by me. I have a lot of vegetables. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. man. You have a lot of vegetables and the thing is healthy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yes, yes. Yeah. But apart from that, if I'm at home, yeah, man. Cooking all the way.
See, I would look like a butler by, behind him because I have a cooler pack with everything in it. And he's like, all right, daddy, I need the chips, I need the juice. I said, okay, sir. <laughs> you know, yeah, I want that, of course, uh, you know. Yeah, I want yeah, but my boys are, are my world, you know. Uh, so, you know. When How I'm old like, are they? Um, eight and eleven, you know. Oh, okay. Eight and eleven. So they are, they are the age where, you know, everything is very important. You know, that Absolutely. is extremely important. So when I'm not out, man, they hear me every day. They, you know, they hear me every day and I get to see them. I have them every weekend. Just the same, man. We go to the beach. Um, we, we, man, we, we, we do what boys do. Just boys with boys. You know what I mean? Awesome. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's fantastic. That's so yeah, important. Yeah. And nice yeah, to know because you're a very busy man that you still give them that love and attention oh, that well, they yeah, definitely man. need. Most definitely. I mean, first and foremost, you know, the, um, he's a father more than anything else because guess what I go on? If he's me accomplished the greatest musical thing in this world and yet I'm the world's father, it's not profitable. You hear? So my thing that. is, okay. yeah man, me have to be the first and number one, be the fan of my boys. They must, I must be their, no, their number, uh, they must, uh, actually I must be their number one, um, support fan or we call it, but yeah, daddy in their eyes must be their hero first. Uh, I yeah, man, when my time passes and I can relax and make somebody else carry the torch, I have to have my children beside me. And if I don't invest in them, no, I won't read later on. You know what I mean? True, very true. Yeah, man, good chance, you know, for real. Yeah. And my last question for you is, what is your biggest pet peeve? Lord of mercy. Um... <laughs> well, I have several, you know, but if you want us to keep it musical, I can. <laughs> All right, but we'll tell you. The biggest thing is when um, a keyboard player, a bass player, then they know the lines are the place with the right feel. Oh, my God. I feel like I want to get up and them and say, young boy, I mean, I'm so <laughs> 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 You're going to do what that guy was doing to you. Remember my days where it was like, boy, when, when me messing up, I get the worst look and like, boy, I'm not going to get killed by the lion. So, me know nobody even give them that look. We just respond and then we need to talk around the back of the bars. Come on, because you're messing up this time, you know. We play this tune over one million times, you're still messing up, you know. Yeah, man. That's why you get sick. Yeah, man. You get sick. You see it? Yeah, man. For real, you know.
Beautiful. Well, thank you again for doing the show tonight. I really appreciate it, and I hope to see you at the next safari show and the whale. Yeah, man, and thank you so much for the honor of most definitely reaching out to me and the pleasure of meeting you to even be on your show. It's such a privilege and an honor, and I'm very much humbled. Thank you very much. You know. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. You're very welcome. Right? And I want to thank to everybody out there listening, because if it weren't for you, I wouldn't have a show. I feel truly blessed. And if you like this episode, please share it and tell your friends and subscribe so that you don't miss out on any new shows. We're currently on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. And don't forget to don't forget to stop at www.littledrummergirl.com. That's L-I-L-Drummergirl.com. And sign up for our newsletter for more tips, tricks, videos, and tutorials. And don't forget, I'll also put a link here for the YouTube channel. And remember, it's never too late to begin to live the life of your dreams and leave a trailblazing behind you. So rock on and rock out, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Namaste.